It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. All right. Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock, and it is time for episode 256 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Brian, how the hell are you, my friend? I am doing well this Sunday evening. It is, um, I mean, the weekend, uh, it's a special time. It's the opportunity for all of us to kind of unplug from the anxiety of work and plug into the anxiety of our personal lives. Nice. And, um, and, and that's why we do this show. Listen, and it's, it's that time of year. It's staying lighter out longer. Sure. Um, yes, still yes. a beautiful night out there tonight um, in the Northeast, and uh, we are ready to to get this episode, episode 256, rolling. Brian, as always, it's time for Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Salud. Drink of the Week. Sláinte. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Drink All of the right, week. Brian. Drink what uh, what are you drinking tonight? All righty. You know, um, I'm keeping the theme going of crushable beers. Um, I'm going to complain about the weather in a bit, but before I do that, I'm just going to say I'm drinking a crushable summer lager coming Ooh. from our good friends in Belgium, Bira 91. That is not the name of the beer. That is the name of the brewery, um, and this is their blonde lager. I'm going to pick it up right now if you give me a moment. But I'm going to tell you, look at this beautiful color. This Ooh, That looks incredibly drinkable and crushable. Looks so very refreshing. Drinkable, so crushable. All right, listen. This is, this is Beer 91's take on the classic lager. It's blonde, it's crisp, and it's refreshing. The perfect thirst quencher. This beer is meant to put you in a summer state of mind. Almost time for a hot podcast or summer. Almost. Our brain, almost, not quite. No matter what season you're drinking in it, it's a no-nonsense beer style. The beer is made with noble hops from Germany, giving it a refreshing piney aroma and a medium bitter finish. I don't like the smell. The beer pours a clean, clear, golden sparkle in the glass. It's dry on the palate, making it super easy to drink, especially when you want to go back to a simpler time. All right. Give it a sip. Let us know how it is. Oh, that is good. All right. Good. It smells. It doesn't smell good. Right. You ever have like milk that's been in the refrigerator for about two and a half weeks <laughs> and then suddenly like you forgot and you take it out and you're thinking to yourself, I wonder if this milk went bad. And then you take a sip. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Go bad. It's got that kind of um, hint to it. D- uh, tastes perfectly fine. If I'm dead tomorrow morning, I think we can all. Um, we have video evidence. I'll pull this up. It is it's my beer. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a good um, it's a good lager. All right, taking another sip of it, it can't be bad. Yeah, it tastes fine. Right. Ron, yes, Ron, yes, my friend, Ron, mm, yes. What are you drinking? Uh, so this week, uh, went to the Tavor box once again. Uh, this is from the good folks at Wiley Roots Brewing Company out of Colorado. This is their Country Fair Cobbler Peaches and Cream, Brian. It is fruited sour with pureed peach, graham crackers, 
uh, cinnamon, vanilla, and milk sugar, or as you like to refer to it, lactose. This is clocking in at a solid 6.8%. Has a nice peach-colored hue to it. How does it smell? Has a peachy smell to it. Let's take a sip. Oh, damn. That is... That is peach cobbler like that. Really? Is, wow. wow. Because a lot of times you get, we, we get these beers where it, it, you know, they say that it's flavored and they yeah. list all the, you know, hints and, and accents and whatnot. And you taste, you're like, this just tastes like a beer. This is a bitter beer, but you're, you're, you seem on board with this. That This is, you know, my only complaint with this is I feel like I'm drinking a peach cider more than I'm drinking a beer. That's how much peach flavor there is. It's so peach. Really? Mm. If you can, um, it's good though. Wow. Like I, I, I don't know that I could have more than one because it is very sweet and very peachy. Uh, right. But that is that is a good beer. That is very tasty. All right, that you know what? Left. It's always nice. It is peachful. Um, it's always nice when you have a um, a beer that you're enjoying. Yeah. Because, you know, you open it up and, you know, sometimes, you know, for instance, you open, you know, you crack open your beer, you get a good, you know, you put your nose right into it and take a nice whiff and it smells like sour milk. And you're like, oh, <laughs> mm. but this and is, you, this is good scented. This is good flavored. Um, I'm enjoying myself. Very, very nice. Ron, how are you doing? How are you doing this week? You know what? I let's get some stuff off our chest, Brian. Let's okay. Let's do it. Good beat of the week. Brian's Beef of the Week. All right, Brian, what's bothering you this week? What's bothering me is the weather. Mm. Um, it, it, I don't know where, uh, uh, how much different it is in Philly. Um, well, suburban Philadelphia. Right, right, right. Um, however, it has been absolutely miserable here in New York for the past week. Um, it had, you know, we're, we're, this is May already, people. And you've got people walking the streets in their winter coats. Uh, the temperature has been in the 40s regularly, um, going up to, you know, mid 50s if we're lucky. Um, it's cold. Uh, it's been rainy. And it's been one of the worst allergy seasons that we have had in as long as I can remember, the number of people in my office that are um, taking boxes of tissues from the filing cabinet outside my office, which is where we hide office supplies. Of course, makes sense. You, you know, that's exactly where, you know, they want people, they want when people to, um, you know, when they're going to grab office supplies, what, what, what really you want um, is to have the HR guy harass you and ask you what it is you're 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 getting. What do you is need? Is your nose really that runny that you need another box of tissues? Sure, sure. But a lot of times people are in the middle of a call, and I just start talking to them, and then keep talking to them even when they they're like, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, the worst part, ooh, cocaine. Yes, people are taking uh, doing cocaine. No, I don't think. No, I don't think people are doing coke in my office. Yeah, Maybe years ago, but you know it's too expensive nowadays. True, um, inflation. But yeah, the weather has just been miserable. And you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today who's just said, you know, I feel like I'm kind of in a funk. And you know, we started, you know, kind of go, trying to figure out in there, you know, what was going on in their life that could be, uh, you know, causing it. And then we landed on the weather, and my friend was just like, "Yes, 
like, I don't even remember the last time I, I, I was out in the sun. You know, people get that seasonal affective disorder. So if you you have bad weather for a while, it definitely can impact your mood. You know, I don't mind a rain here or there, but Mm -hmm. like for it to be cold and rainy for a whole week, I I may as well move to London. I mean, with this shitty weather. I mean, I was out in State College last week, uh, woke up on Wednesday morning, was it? And it was 34 degrees Mm -hmm. and there was a chance of snow. And it was what, May 3rd? Absolutely. That's insanity to me. Um, And even here at home, you know, we had a lot of rain, uh, a lot of cold weather. It still only got up into the 50s. So I understand what you're talking about, my friend. You know what I miss? What do you miss? I miss the day. I miss the days when you were doing the show in the basement (laughs) because you had gotten kicked out. And um, and every time it rained, um, you would hear alarms going off throughout your house. That's true. There was a lot of water in the house. We took care of that, though. We've taken care of the water. It was taken care of it. Yeah. What is, while we're talking about it, like what are your upcoming house projects? Because that's what people really want to know. Well, you know, they want to know what is Ron and Mrs. Ron up to this summer in terms of working around the house? Because you have made such progress over the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic. A lot of people, you know, uh, uh, learned how to make uh, bread. Um, They kept their sourdough. Um, a starter uh, tended. Uh, a lot of people learned a foreign language, and I know that you and Mrs. Ron really focused on your home. You were you were nesting. Well, you know, it's it's ironic because my beef of the week, thank you for asking, um, is actually tied to upcoming uh, home improvement projects. Really? Uh, because we need to borrow a little money, take a little of the equity out of the home to put money back into the home. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you want to shop around. Interest rates are crazy right now. So you want to shop around. And if you're like me, I don't want to have to call people. I don't want to have to speak to people. I just want to be able to go online and find a find out where the best rate is. And so you have these websites that you can go to and they say, hey, just plug in what you need. And we'll the information you need will pop up right on the screen. Interest rates and all that. Well, uh, this one site, and I forget the name of it, that did not happen. But all of a sudden... I literally, within 30 seconds, started getting multiple phone calls from multiple companies on my phone. The worst one being Rocket Mortgage. I must have Mm -hmm. gotten 20 phone calls in three days from Rocket Mortgage, none of which I answered because I'm like, sure, because I even put in there like, if you want to communicate via email, let me know. But otherwise, I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to deal with people. You can either help me or you can't. I don't want to be sold. I don't want to be pitched. I know how much money I need to borrow. I know an interest rate I'm willing to to pay. Just give me that information. Have you considered a 401k loan or Uh, a IRA loan? Sure. You know, that, uh, you know, they always recommend against tying anything to your retirement. And I think, you know, I heard of, I heard of someone who cashed in part of their 401k to, to get into the stock market. Very, uh, very poor investment. That's that's a terrible idea because then you're paying your your the twenty the twenty percent tax and a ten percent penalty. Right. However, the people that tell you not to take money out of your four hundred one k or or a loan per se, those are the people that are making money when there is money in the stock market. The second Fair. you you take a loan from your four hundred one k, the value of your four hundred one k dips, which means that your um, asset manager is getting a lower fee based on that. So you're actually costing them money when you take a 401k loan. The other thing I would want, wanted to um, uh, uh, advise you, I'm surprised your uh, Mrs. Ron hasn't mentioned this to you. 
Um, as you know, she is all about 401ks. She is. Is that, is that the difference with, and I, and I mentioned this specifically because of the higher interest rates, is that the interest you're paying on your 401k loan, and this is really the type of entertainment that people really come to <laughs> you know, when, think- they, when, they, when they see the Ron and Brian show, they're, they're literally sitting there being like, hey, how do I learn about 401ks? But the interesting thing about 401k loans is that the interest you're paying on that loan is going right back into your 401k. So instead of paying a, uh, a mortgage company uh, 6, 7, 8%, you're paying um, you know, the same interest, uh, but it's going back into your – you're actually borrowing money from yourself. You're paying it back with interest, but that interest is also going to you. So um, – to me, and, and and it's just how much I hate the banks and the financial institutions, that to me, what you're missing out on in terms of the prospective for the stock market increase, you're paying yourself instead of paying a banker, which I am all about 100%. Listen, you son of a bitch. Oh, oh, you know how many sorry. hours... Do you know how many hours over the past five years I've had to sit here and listen to you bitch and complain because you didn't get the spices that you... Were you waiting for that? Because I feel like you were waiting for that. No, I really wasn't. I was sitting there <laughs> saying that like a four hundred one k loan is so much more, makes so much more sense than taking a mortgage than than, than borrowing from a, a a bank. It's you know especially when the interest rates are you know more than like a two percent or one. You're paying yourself that money. Okay, and I don't know how anyway, much you're looking to take out, but uh, listen, I offered I offered for you to make an investment in us. Um, at a, a very reasonable rate of return and and you said no so I had to I had to look elsewhere but so yeah so we have to get a we have to get a new roof on the house it's that time finally and uh, we're gonna do a little work in the backyard because I need is that you- hold on is that because the roof the roof the roof is on fire uh, it is we not don't it is- need no water unfortunately we are yeah, getting no, water in the house which is the problem. Yeah. What's happened? Oh, water's coming in. Yeah, you know, the, the roof is old. It's an old house. Time to go. Right. Time to go. And uh, tried to price out the Tesla solar roof uh, was a little bit on the expensive side. Why would you give uh, Elon Musk any money at this point? <laughs> after and what? After what he has done to Twitter, um, I, I I would be hard pressed to to um, uh, look respectively at anybody that has put money into Elon Musk's pocket. Right. Listen, there. I was attempting to eliminate our monthly electric bill, uh, but I would not. Isn't there other solar companies that you could use? I mean, um, I'm constantly seeing well, ads on Instagram how New York State is doing a a, a refund a rebate to homeowners who are doing solar. Well, I'm sure that's the, not a scam. The difference is, uh, well, no, New York is actually providing grants for people and you do get a 30% tax credit from the federal government. The difference is I, I'm not a fan of solar panels on the roof. So what Tesla does is make actual metal roof uh, tiles. So you look like you just have a metal roof, but it's actually also a solar roof. What's the difference between the metal tiles versus a solar panel? So, I mean, a solar panel is big and bulky. The tile sure. looks like an actual just roofing tile. Oh, so the roof actually looks like a regular roof. Correct. And they're the only ones that are doing this? At this point, yes. Uh, it kind of sucks. So would you, like just, to, just, would you like to guess how much it would have been to do my roof uh, with the Tesla tiles? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it would cost you $40,000. 
Mm, not quite, my friend. Uh, try $135,000 for it to operate at 41% efficiency because of the trees we have around us. Well, you would chop down the trees, no offense, right? They are not on our property. But you could, could a question, if a tree is going over your property line, are you allowed to cut the branch that is on your property? Uh, possibly, but we try to be good neighbors around here, Brian. Because hate has no has no home here. Oh, I, you know, I think after uh, doing the neighborhood Facebook post last week, I think we realized that hate most definitely. And I was very disappointed. Uh, quick side story is in our neighborhood, fa another neighborhood Facebook group, someone posted on who they could call, what they wanted an extermination company they could call to get a fox out of their yard so their cat could go outside. This went insane because- Really? I, well, because, you know, there's, you know, foxes don't really hunt cats to begin with. And again, right. it, it becomes the whole, well, you're encro you can keep your cat inside. Why right. do you want to kill a fox who probably has, you know, babies somewhere nearby? And it just- and unfortunately, I was driving and I saw it and I'm like, this is going to be another fucking Gold. golden one. And by the time I got home, um, the poster did a dirty delete. She just she took it down because she was just getting oh. eviscerated by everybody. Now, have you ever thought about going onto your Facebook group and um, putting a post just to kind of just to start drama? some fire? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll we'll have to we'll have to spitball some ideas back and forth. Do you remember when your wife put out um, uh, for Christmas, your wife's, um, uh, I mean, what a, an amazing gesture, all joking aside, your wife spent like Christmas week putting out a stand in front of the house and putting out different treats for different people throughout yes. the week. And, um, and I was, uh, I was such an asshole about it. I remember <laughs> every were, day, yeah. were, like the first day I, the first day I didn't say anything. And the second day, I mean, it was peak pandemic. We're talking like December of 2020. Um, uh, and I remember I just started, uh, uh complaining about everything that she put out there. Yes. You, uh, um, you posted like you put out like hot cocoa and you'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't see any whipped cream to put on top of that hot cocoa there. And then and then the other people in your group would literally like rip me to shreds. And then and then she started doing a coat drive, which really I mean, like the world needs people like this. The world yeah. needs people yep. who actually are uh, uh, good natured and out there. And I said that I, and I, I posted that uh, complaining that I walked by um, to see the coats, but uh, my nephew didn't like any of them. They weren't in his size. And it was just like the, uh, the outrage of your neighbors who were like, that is not the purpose of this. And how can you come to Yeah, It was just beautiful. And, and you every now why and then, you got kicked out of that neighborhood group. Well, of course, your wife had me. I'm sure your wife complained about <laughs> me. And then I remember one day I just left a couple of things in front of my apartment door. Like it was literally like like a tiny little piece of chocolate. And I, <laughs> and I posted I posted in my group that I was leaving stuff out for people. And I think she didn't talk to me for about two weeks. She was that was one of the one of the more upset, more Big ways you upset her. Yeah. We finally, I remember one. Hmm? We finally threw away that uh, that stand. We had it like we threw it in our garage after the other Christmas. And uh, I forgot to tell you, we had a uh, I had a very good experience. We talked beef of the week. I had a very good experience with a company called We Love Junk. They they come by and they take like literal junk that the, the garbage men don't take. So they took sure. that. They took a bunch of stuff. But they said, Brian, I told them about the podcast and they said, you know what? 
we want to give you a promo code. So if you're in the Philadelphia area and you uh, use We Love Junk, just use the promo code Ron's Junk, and you will get two and a half percent off of a uh, a full truckload removal. Promo code Ron's Junk. Ron's Junk. R O N S J U N K. And what's the name? Of, what's that website again? We, we love, love junk.com. We love junk Philly.com. We love junk Philly.com. Now, um, did anything ever transpire of that coffee company that we were close to getting a promo code for? I haven't heard anything back yet. So um, they had an issue with trying to. I asked for the promo code Ron's Balls, and they uh, apparently felt that didn't match their product for some reason. Did you tell them that you have um, that you uh, uh, you know play with basketballs and volleyball and you have a YouTube channel? I mean, it's a very keep... it's a sports themed coffee drink because they say you should, you know you can drink it pre workout because of the amino sure. acids and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I thought it tied in, uh, but it's we're still trying to to get uh, to get That's that disappointing. Line, to get that sign up. That is very disappointing. Anyway, Brian, it's uh, it's our stories of the week before we go mm. off on yet another tangent. It's stories of the week, uh, stories that we want to make sure don't fall through the cracks. Brian, what's your story of the week this week? All righty. My story, I feel like I, there there might be some blowback on this one. Might be, um, just a little bit. What do you mean? You you think it's problematic? Um, I You know, I think you just tell it's your story. I'm not going to say anything. You uh, You go right through with it. Okay, my story is um, in New York, uh, uh, a story that has really taken over local news, is that earlier this week on a uh, subway train on Monday, on Monday afternoon, so probably about six days ago, there was a mentally ill man who was um, shouting aggressively in a subway car. Um, He was screaming that he had no food, he had no drink, that he was tired, um, that he said he didn't care if he went to jail. He was walking around with, I believe he had something in his hand that um, uh, some people um, uh, took as a uh, weapon of some type, um, took off his jacket. He started throwing it onto the ground. Um, but uh, uh, f- people who were on the subway car were uh, uh, have were reported that they were very um, ill at ease um, with what was going on. And there was a uh, passenger on that subway car who was a uh, happened to have been a former Marine who had some uh, martial arts training, who um, walked up behind this homeless man um, and put him in a uh, a chokehold. Uh, I don't really know the. Um, uh, oh yeah, there you go. Um, the 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 terms of that. Uh, well, it, it looks like he's got him pretty good. Um, well, apparently he had him really well. Because the homeless man literally passes out um, from the chokehold and uh, 911 is called or uh, the cops come, paramedics show up because the homeless man does not um, get up. They tried to revive him and he was reported dead. Um, At first, the news kind of started it as, you know, um, the dangers of the subway. Um, However, there has become now we are talking days of protest here in New York. Not by, you know, thousands. This isn't a Black Lives Matter protest. These aren't um, uh, George Floyd numbers. But there have been dozens of people protesting at police headquarters um, that uh, the man seen here in the olive drab jacket applying the chokehold, that this man has not been charged with any crime. There are cries for manslaughter, cries for murder. 
Um, you know, it is not every day that somebody gets choked to death on a New York City subway, but it has um, dominated New York local news over the past couple of weeks. Um, and I know that uh, nobody said, hey, Brian, what's your opinion on this? But I'm going to give it and I'm going to say kudos this um, uh, absolutely kudos to this. Um, we are uh, there. There are two, there's too much of a lawless sense um, from those who do, who are mentally ill, from those who don't understand what is what 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 behavior you you need to exert. Um, that it is not okay to threaten people. It is not okay to act in a threatening manner to total strangers. Um, nobody should be choked to death. Um, I do believe that, you know, this man probably did not intentionally choke him with the intent, hey, I'm going to kill this person. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, once again, the narrative and I, 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 I was talking about it last week in the in the episode is, um, you know, if 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 you are in a dangerous situation, um, I do not believe in the sense of New York City that there is a police officer that is close enough by to um, to protect you. Um, there has been too many people in New York City who have been um, attacked in the subway system. There's too many people who have been thrown onto subway tracks um, in front of buses, et cetera, that here somebody stepped in and um, put a stop to it. And um, uh, I do, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that he died, but I do believe that, um, you know, uh, uh, that, that there's too many unreported crimes of uh, mentally ill people in the subways attacking people. Um, so uh, it's a shame, but I um, absolutely do not believe that this person. I noticed the way this rant you didn't cut off. <laughs> you know, I you let me listen, you let me I, keep going on this one, just listen, digging myself. Uh, but like, I, I, as I a disagree new, as, with you, obviously. Um, but why I obviously? Well, because I, well, the same reason I disagreed with you last week when when we did fuck around and find out, and you had a number of people who were killed, you know, while committing crimes against other people. Um, sure. You know, again, I think the the sad part of this story, you know, is, is you have this guy, Jordan Neely, the the, the person who was killed. Um, mm -hmm. You know, his his mother apparently was brutally murdered back in 2007. Um, you know, he developed schizophrenia, um, PTSD, depression. You know, he becomes homeless. Um, you know, he's having a mental episode on the mm -hmm. train um you know is is he loud is he is he menacing yes does he attack anyone no and does he get choked out for 15 minutes because of it he does and but he it, was menacing people that's why i said i said he was menacing people. yeah but he wasn't physically assaulting people to the point where again so how we many, wait, how many, so how we many wait for somebody to be physically attacked i'm just saying if you're going to use that level of force that somebody dies you know, what what is what is the difference between that? And I mean, should Eric Garner have been choked to death by police officers because he was selling he, bootleg CDs? He, he excuse. First off, if you're going to talk about Eric he was Garner, he was committing a if crime. You're going to talk about Eric Garner, at least use correctly what he, he was accused of. He was selling loose cigarettes at the time. Was he cigarettes he was or not, CDs? He had already been arrested for selling loose for selling right. CDs, but at the time that they were coming after him, he was selling Lucy's, um, as we like to call him here in New York. Second of all, is as somebody who has been on a subway car while there has been a homeless, mentally erratic person screaming and shouting different things, I'm going to say kudos to the fact that somebody actually did get involved and make that subway car a safer place. 
because um, the, the, the mentality of, no, let's wait till somebody gets injured before we step in and do something um, is not for the betterment of society. Um, there are too many, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to go back to it. There, there is a mental health um, a, a crisis in this country. We all, we, and, and if Billy were around right now, he would blame it on Ronald Reagan and be a hundred percent. He wouldn't be correct. wrong. He would not be wrong. But ever since the pandemic, when they shut down all of the um, uh, uh, homeless shelters, there are um, way too many, and I would say way too many. But the city has been almost overrun with mentally ill people who are walking the streets, who do not understand where they are, what they're doing, um, and um, are, are, are acting in threatening ways. And I do believe that, you know, for, 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 for this city to get back to a place where um, you can walk the street and feel comfortable, there has to be some steps that are taken to, to stop this, um, uh, this level of harassment. Well, and, I, and I'm, and I'm not going to argue that there are steps that need to be taken, but I guess my argument is, is one of those steps that a member of the public, uh, gets to kill somebody. That's because there's no police anymore. There are All no right. police on the subways to step in. There was, there was a sense you saw them every now and then. I can't remember the last time I saw a, a police officer on the subway, um, with the amount of, of crime in the subway systems, um, you would imagine there would be more. Um, but the reality of the situation is if somebody is walking back and forth in a subway car shouting out um, uh, of threats that they are they're they're going to hurt somebody, um, I, I, I think it's a, a reasonable response by a rational person the, to take those threats seriously. Um, and, and as a society to sit there and say, oh, wait a second, let's wait for the physical attack to happen and then let's step in. Um, that's not a society I want to live in. You know, um, uh, if if there if if I see somebody stockpiling guns, I want to go there and say, "Hey, what, um, uh, I want to send the ATF." You know, and you know, I don't want to wait for that person to go on a shooting spree to then to come back and be like, "Ooh, okay, well now let's step in and try to take their guns." So, so if somebody is stockpiling guns, it's okay to kill that person. When it comes to guns, yeah, absolutely. And I know right. that I'm not. I I believe that gun nuts should be shot. All right. Uh, the city medical examiner has ruled Jordan Neely's death a homicide. Um, and sure. now uh, the DA's office is uh, considering whether to charge uh, the 24 year old Marine, who I don't believe has been identified by name yet, uh, if they're going to charge. A lot of people feel that he's probably facing down an involuntary manslaughter charge he, at, at, um, a, I, at a minimum. The New York Post said this afternoon that he has already lawyered up. And um, hired a, uh, a rival of DA Alvin Bragg. And I would like to um, be the first to name, I recognize, um, I don't know many, I don't know if you realize this, but I do recognize um, the man in the, uh, in the gray jacket. His name is Matthew Beaker, uh, uh, producer of the Ron and Brian podcast. You know, he's been behind the scenes for years. Um, you know, he never wanted to come on, but I think now we can actually talk to him. He doesn't want to come on the show and talk about it. He said, um, it's, it's, you know, his lawyers have told him not to talk, but it would be great if he was willing to come on. Uh, so can I get to my story, Brian, which I feel is kind of uh, kind of a softball after you went very, very dark on us there with your story. Ron, what's your story of the week? So my story of the week is about a, a woman who apparently had a, quote, loud and full body orgasm. Uh, during an L.A. Philharmonic concert. Uh, this was uh, about a week ago. Uh, the L.A. Philharmonic was performing Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. 
Uh, Wait a second, the fifth. Okay, the fifth. That, that that makes it totally different. Um, so uh, apparently, a lot of concert goers uh, describe the woman getting very loud. Uh, a woman named Molly Grant, who was sitting nearby, said, "Quote: Everyone kind of turned to see what was happening. I saw the girl after it had happened, and I assume." that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing and her partner was smiling and looking at her like in an effort not to shame her. Uh, Grant also added, it was quite beautiful. The orgasm was beautiful or the, Apparently. or the, or, or Tchaikovsky was quite beautiful. I think a little of both. Um, and uh, coincidentally, British composer Magnus Fiennes, brother of Al uh, of actor Ralph Fiennes uh, was Ray in Fiennes. attendance. Rafe Ralph, Rafe, nobody, no, nobody calls him um, Ralph. It's Rafe Fines. Excuse me, Rafe. Rafe. Rafe Fines is a completely different person, I believe. See, this is no, why we need a... Billy. I don't know why Billy's not here, but all right, whatever. He didn't even. I, he didn't even like. You know, I. If he wants to be the executive producer of this show, he, you know, um, you got to join. You got to. Right. You got to be a member. You got to be around. Uh, what other stories do we have this week, Brian? Ron, where do we even start with the stories for this week? Um, well, talk to I me. Think you we... were talking to me a little bit about something called Blue Sky, and I have no right, idea what that is. So if you can maybe I... educate me a little bit. I will tie this to your outrage over the um, uh, Tesla tiles. Okay. Right. Listen, people, um, I think it is uh, just an open uh, – it's not even an open secret anymore. Um, however – uh, we all um, at one point were, were fans of Twitter. We all enjoyed the idea of having 140 characters to express ourselves, maybe attach a photo, uh, reply to somebody else with an emoji, an emoji, if you would. However, um, Elon Musk made of the, uh, you know, uh, he felt that he was uh, uh, the, the right person um, to handle Twitter. Uh, offered a, a ludicrous amount of money, um, billions of dollars, if I'm not correct, or hundreds of millions. Something um, like that. Something like that. Um, and then immediately uh, began the process of running Twitter into the ground um, in the sense of um, allowing just hate speech to run rampant. Um, the number of anti-Semitic uh, uh, and racist posts that are now all over Twitter, it has become a very unpleasant place to look. Um, he's trying to charge people to be verified. Um, just really, just, um, you know, I, I think I, I saw a recent valuation for Twitter where it's it's worth about 10% of what it was prior to, to Elon Musk buying it. But I think, you know, myself as well as a lot of other people are sitting there saying, listen, these websites are a dime a dozen. All somebody, all we need is somebody else to come up with something very similar. Um, and obviously, none of us are going over to to Truth Media or whatever yeah. that website Truth is. Truth Social, I believe it is. Truth Social. I'm not re-truthing somebody. I absolutely will not do that. However, Blue Sky is the website of our futures. Um, Blue Sky is a website that is right now we're operating on a uh, beta test um, uh, system right now. It was created by Jack Dorsey. You may be asking yourself, who is Jack Dorsey? Wasn't he the guy that uh, co-founded Twitter? Yes, he was. So he has, you know, after um, uh, getting out of the CEO position of Twitter, making his money off of Elon Musk, he has now gone out and, cre and, and, and um, 
uh, been part of the team that are rolling out Blue Sky. Apparently, that is going to be the next Twitter. Ron, if it makes you feel better, we have already um, put ourselves on the wait list for um, the account. I have put myself personally. I recommend other people do. And as soon as that is up and running, I say, let's get all let's all get off Twitter. All right. Sounds good. I'm up for it. So I believe the website is bluesky.ai. I could be wrong. It might um, be it is B, it is bsky.app. A-P-P. There you go. That's B-sky. the website. I highly um, – I've never been on it. I don't even know um, what the uh, layout is or whatnot. But as soon as that is up and running, I will be all about that, and I will be deleting my Twitter account. I just – you know, uh, Elon Musk has just become uh, – um, he, you can see he's, he really is a glorified child. Um, I think he has got a, a, a very uh, fascinating brain. Um, the work he has done with uh, Sky, SpaceX. SpaceX, yep. Um, and the work he did with Tesla, um, obviously both um, heavily um, subsidized by the federal government. Um, but you know what? I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not better at all. But I will say that... Um, you know, uh, what he's done with Twitter has just um, it's it's beneath it's it's beneath me giving them my my customer data. So as soon as I get on Blue Sky, we'll be deleting my Twitter account. Fair enough. Fair because enough. because if, when I need to make a rectum joke, I will be doing it. on Blue Sky. <laughs> Good plan. Um, we go. have a we have a sad story coming out of Washington State, Brian, uh, where a uh, a high school student has died after he was uh, fatally impaled through his eye last week in gym class. Uh, the young man, his name is Braden Bami, age 16, um, died uh, at the hospital back on April 27th. Brian, would you like to, this was an interesting, we've heard of impalements in gym class before. Would you like to guess what he impaled himself on? I'm going to say Jerry Sandusky. You're incorrect in that. He fell and I don't get this. He fell onto a goalpost while running during his PE class. So I guess it was sure. like a small goalpost on the ground. My, well, no, no, not necessarily. Because um, my when I was in uh, when I was in high school, we had a gym where it was the gym floor, and then there was a second floor which had a running track around it. So you were above the gym floor. I mean, the fact is, I don't even know if they could do that now. Because so many students would jump over and die, um, it's possible. I mean, ha- no, there, he had to be on an elevated surface. You would think it doesn't really go into a lot of detail. Uh, Bami, affectionately known as Fish Pockets, in honor of his favorite pastime, was a sophomore at Cheney High School. Um, they honored him with a candlelight vigil um, on the high school's field last Monday night. Yes. Why? Why are you calling timeout, Brian? How does one get a nickname Fish Pockets? Because uh, I don't. I, w- apparently, he uh, he was an avid fisherman. So, like, he would so literally he would have- go out. He would literally like catch fish, and he'd catch so many fish that he'd shove them in his pockets to carry them. Now, is it true that somebody spotted a flounder? flopping around uh, the uh, running track to trip him I don't um, so that he landed so, no. on the go- uh, goalpost. I don't believe so. Uh, his loved ones started a GoFundMe uh, for funeral expenses, which has already raised over double its original $10,000 goal with remaining funds being used to start a youth fishing program in Bami's name. 
I'm sorry. I, 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 let's see, we've talked about this so much, but why is it that, and, and I, it, it's a statement of the American society that when something bad happens to somebody, we absolutely love the fuck out of um, uh, 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 donating money to their GoFundMes. Um, whereas well, I when think people it's, are you know, alive, when people are alive and doing fine, we're just like, oh, they can go fuck themselves. Fuck them. But when somebody is, um, when, when a kid dies or a poor kid dies, whatever, you know, uh, it's it suddenly, oh, they raise, you know, their GoFundMe raised $150,000. Well, good. They're fucking dead. They're not able to, they're, they're, they're not going to ever appreciate this kind of money. Money's going to go to their parents, you know? Um, it, it's so, fu- it, I don't understand the, if some, something bad happens to your family, oh, just create a GoFundMe and people will send you money. Well, I that, can imagine. I, I can imagine the family probably wasn't prepared to have to pay for funeral expenses for a sixteen-year-old. Well, um, uh, you know, I, I should you start a GoFundMe for your uh, Tesla tiles? <laughs> I think. It's why did my voice different. just go up? But I don't like, know. why? You know, I think you can get a Tesla tile GoFundMe. No. Well, I'll see. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get that going, Brian. More importantly. What are you watching? You know what? I will say this. I've been uh, uh, steadily watching um, a couple shows, which okay. we've already talked about. Um, I have been uh, uh, Succession, season four, the final season. Um, if you're not on the Succession train, you and I have nothing to talk about. That is um, a major exaggeration. I have a lot to talk about with a lot Very of true. people. Very true. Um, but to me, Succession is su- is such a... Um, it's it's the to me it's just the writing on it is just so elite compared to other shows. Um, recently, I was I was forced to watch a TV show about a um, uh, an American male who marries a uh, a woman from Africa, and he lives and they live in this small town where a lot of other Africans move to. Uh, the writing on it is such pandering to the. <laughs> I don't even want to say to the lowest common denominator. I don't even know the name of the show, but it's a real show. Oh, it's it's Bob and uh, you're only allowed to talk during um, after dark. Um, <laughs> oh, here it's called Bob Hart's Abishola. Um, it's a tar- no, no, it's a real show. Oh, I, I'm First familiar all, with it. I, I've seen previews got, for it. It's got Billy Gardell, who apparently has aged about 40 years and lost 300 pounds. He doesn't look from good. when he was on. Oh, he looks terrible. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him for the longest until I saw a post on Instagram about him, uh, I never would have made the connection that it was the same actor. This looks like Billy Gardell's father. Um, but that's a terrible show. The writing on Succession is so fucking smart. Um, there's so much subtlety. Even I, And listen, I, I, I'm not trying to hype myself up. I'm, I have a simple brain and I'm, I am dumb like everybody. I find myself stopping rewinding so I could rewatch a scene because I know that I missed some subtleties. I know I missed like, you know, um, uh, what was really going on in that scene. I'll rewatch that stuff. Um, but Succession, so good. Also watching Ted Lasso, um, praying for the season to be over. Every new episode, <laughs> I sit there and say to myself, hey, can this be the last one? Uh, I think it's the fourth season. I've invested already enough time. They're really pissing me off this season because all the previous seasons of Ted Lasso have been 30 minutes long each right. episode. This one, now they're an hour long. Oh, so, so it's too uh, much. I, it's too nobody much. wants to watch an hour. And the thing is, it's such a cheesy show at this point that it's not even entertaining. 
But because I'm so fucking loyal, I need to know how the story ends. I've already committed so much of my life into the show that like I need to just kind of figure out what happens. Um, also, I watched a couple of comedy specials, which I would like to talk right. about. Um, I don't I don't think I mentioned last week uh, Baby J, the new stand up special from John Mulaney. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that. Um, John Mulaney used to be one of my favorite stand-up comedians, and um, he uh, fell off the wagon since his last special, um, uh, had a raging cocaine addiction, um, and needed to go to rehab for a long period of time. He divorced his wife. I think he um, and Matt Beaker hung out and did coke for a while there. Oh, I think Matt Beaker got John Mulaney back on um, mm. coke. I think he uh, they were at the they, they were at the famous uh, Variety. Um, uh, Gordon Puck's um, Wolfgang Puck's um, uh, after uh, post variety party. Is, is that a combination uh, yeah. of Gordon Ramsay and Wolfgang Puck? You just say Gordon mm-hmm. Puck. Yeah, it's just Wolfgang Puck walking around being like, "It's fucking raw, it's fucking raw." <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I walked in. But it, I, my impression of John Mulaney going into the special is so different because he lit- he really made his career on being this clean cut. Um, I was a wild kid, but, you know, it's not me anymore. I'm now this kind of like dorky guy. And then suddenly um, uh, he dumps his wife and has a baby with uh, Olivia Munn, who, if anybody remembers her from 20 years ago, um, you know, she was she was, I think she. You don't think it was 20 years ago, Olivia Olivia Munn, Munn? like 10 years ago, maybe get out of here. Olivia Munn was 20 years ago. Beaker, can you look it up? Um, But we were. but uh, yeah, I mean, and and it, anyway, my point being is that I, when I heard all of this going on in his life, Seth, I was like, you know what? That really changes my my impression of who he is. I'm, I I don't really see him the same way. Um, sat there, watched Baby J. He starts off the show, um, you know, uh, doing some bits, doing some jokes before going into uh, really, a, it's an hour and 20 long. He does a solid hour of that. Um, on his drug addiction, as well as um, what his rehab life was like. And after 20 minutes of it, I was just kind of not really into it. But as soon as he started really getting personal with what his, you know, how bad his drug addiction had gotten and what his and how his behavior had um, uh, deteriorated as lo- uh, along with what his rehab, you know, uh, uh, path was. I'm going to say this. One of the best specials I've seen in a while. Really, right. uh, it was funny, and yet at the same time, it without without preaching, it was such a don't do drugs, people, because um, you know you think you're having fun, but at the end of it, you are so not. Um, and I also watched Lewis Black's new special, Tragically so I Need that? You. You know, I'm going to say this: it felt more like a TED Talk than a comedy special. Hmm. There were laughs. But for the most part, it really was was Lewis Black talking about his pandemic experience Got it. and what it was like um, uh, as he realized there was going to be um, uh, some a serious life change as the coronavirus started entering America, along with what his experience was um, after he had um, uh, after the shutdown and he was living alone in New York and whatnot. Um, not funny. Not funny at all. Entertaining. All right. Yes. I also will admit I was doing a lot of computer work while I was on. So it was on the background. So, you know, I would kind of dip in and out. I don't know that it's, you know, turn the T, you know, turn all the lights off and, 
you know, give it a hundred percent of your attention. But uh, it was, it, I'm, it was glad. I, I don't know that I would recommend it for you, Ron. What yes. are you watching? Well, first off, uh, if I can just clarify, Olivia Munn uh, first. Uh, yes, yes. Got, first got famous uh, with her uh, role on the newsroom back in 2012. So it is really just like about 10 years ago and not 20. Just uh, No shit. See, I thought me. she was part of that whole Maxim magazine. Um, I thought it was when she was on that G4 channel. Um, that uh, I'm looking back here. No, I'm not seeing anything that. Uh, nope. I'm afraid you you were wrong. But anyway. Um, What's on G4? I'm, I've been watching on Netflix, uh, The Diplomat with uh, Carrie Russell. So she is a. Uh, Ooh, how is that? It's good. It's, you know, it's not. Is it groundbreaking? No. But is it is it well written? Is it well acted? Yes, I would say that. Um, so she becomes uh, ambassador to London uh, mm-hmm. at, while also secretly being prepped to take over at vice, the vice president role because the vice president's going to get kicked out due to a scandal. Um, yeah. And she, as ambassador, has to try to in, get involved in a uh, diplomatic issue between Russia and Great Britain. So I think um, it's eight episodes. I'm six episodes in. Definitely worth the watch. And then also, um, unfortunately, started watching Fatal Attraction. They took the movie. They turned it into a TV series on Paramount oh. Plus starring Lizzie Kaplan uh, as the Alex Forrest character made famous by... Um, uh, crap, who was in Fatal Attraction? Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. And uh, Joshua Jackson uh, playing the, the Michael Douglas role. Oh, he's role. good. He's, and, oh, I know Lizzie Kaplan. Where have I seen her? What have I seen her Amanda on? Pete uh, as Beth Gallagher. So they, they change up the storyline. There's still an affair between Dan and Alex. Um, sure. So, But basically the, the twist is that um, Alex Forrest, she she ends up dead. Dan Gallagher, Joshua Jackson ends up in prison for 15 years for her murder and then mm-hmm. gets out uh, determined to prove that he was not the actual killer um, while trying to reconnect with his family. Um, just a horrible TV show. Uh, really? I still it boggles my mind why Joshua Jackson continues to get acting roles. Um, and. So you saw the original Fatal Attraction, correct? Of course, of course. And and in general, for a role like that, you need to believe that there is like a physical chemistry between the actor and actress. Like you felt well, that they, there was there was something the, between Michael the, Douglas and Glenn Close. The um the sexual tension between Glenn Close and Michael Douglas um, that they showed was palpable. Right. You genuinely, you genuinely saw a married man who was playing it a little loose. Um, and then you saw him going down a path that he you 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 were sitting there being like, Don't do this, dude. Don't do this. You don't want to do this. Meanwhile, I'm like 12 years old. I don't even know what he was doing <laughs> at that point. I was just like, Don't do this. You you're married. You got a wife. Just what are you doing with this woman? Um I mean, and every—I mean, think about it. I mean, how many people uh, looked at a uh, a boiling, uh, a, a rolling boil, uh, a pot of water, and thought to themselves, "Is there a bunny in there?" Right. Well, so there's there's literally no, I, I there's no chemistry there, even though there's right. there's sex, there's no chemistry. And to your well, point, that's because Joshua Jackson is he's a robot, right? And there's there's even parts of the show where there's like a little white bunny hopping around in the hallway of her apartment building for some reason. J- just avoid it if you can. Avoid it if you can. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I think I've watched maybe um, one or two things to uh, on Paramount Plus. I know I watched the show on The Godfather. Mm-hmm. That was good. And I can't think of anything else I've watched on, on Paramount Plus. Yeah. I only I, I have Paramount Plus because I get it included with my uh, my Walmart Plus um, uh, subscription. Yeehaw. <laughs> Going up to Vermont, Brian. Vermont became the second state in the nation last week to allow terminally ill people from other states to travel there to die by suicide while under medical care. Uh, the medically assisted suicide law that has been around for decades in the state dropped its residency requirement after Republican Governor Phil Scott signed the bill last week. I cannot tell you how, you know, it's it's so it's so refreshing that, you know, there are so many stories in the news about the far right pushing through their agenda in state legislatures. I think earlier today, Montana signed a uh, 12-week abortion ban, um, that there are still states in this union that are, um, you know, standing up for progressive rights, um, you know, if, if you've got a terminal disease, a doctor has said to you that you are going to die. I believe that as a society, we have the um, obligation to allow um, the person to stand up and say, I want to die on my terms. Um, so uh, kudos to Vermont for doing this. Personally, I'm waiting for them to um, uh, lower the bar on these assisted suicides just to the point of, yeah, I've had enough. I think I'm done. <laughs> I've had a good I think run. I'm done. Yeah, I had a good run. Yeah, Ron doesn't want to do the podcast with me anymore. So, um, you know, we, we we did 800 episodes. We had a good, you know, it was nice. Yeah. Uh, but he just said, you know, he wants his Sunday nights back. So yep. uh, I think that's, um, you know, uh, you know, that's that's my exit strategy. So I'm depending on states like this. And of course, uh, Vermont Right to Life Committee had to oppose it. Uh, saying, quote, uh, we oppose the underlying concept behind assisted suicide. Uh, so, yeah, so it doesn't matter if you're suffering. Um, this group feels you should just be forced to live, um, even if you have no hope whatsoever. Listen, I, 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 I cannot sit here and say that I'm right and somebody else is wrong. It's 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 your opinion. Um, and there are people who feel that, you know, life is um uh, you know, this, this incredibly special thing. And from the second that a egg is fertilized by a sperm and becomes a embryo. And at some point a zygote, what, what, I don't know what a zygote I is. I think you're, I think you're, uh, you're onto something here. Anyway. Um, but you know, they feel that at that point um, you've been blessed with life and that at all um, costs, we need to cultivate that life through birth um, and, you know, all the way through um, that uh, we as humans do not have the right to take life, um, except if there is a madman walking up and down your subway car with a um, ice, uh, an, an ice pick in his hand, um, you know, but ser- but all joking aside, but like there are people who just feel that humans do not have the, 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 um, the right to uh, uh, take life. And that it is something that is God is offered and God will take. Um, those people are in the minority. And the truth of the matter is that we who um, do not agree with them need to be just as vocal, if not more vocal, 
than um, the people that uh, are speaking up about their opinion. All right. Um, Alec Murdoch convicted. I always, killer. I'm sorry. I always like when I have rambled enough to the point where like you've checked out because you literally just go like this. It's not a matter of me. All right. And then you just move on to the next story. See, here's the thing though. If I say something, then you say I'm taken away from whatever it is you've just said. If I don't say anything, then you you say I'm I'm. But I I do That's try and move I love the show forward at times. I love when you disagree. I think that part of the charm of this show is that we agree on things, but that we also disagree on things. That Which we are fine. pretty much providing we are providing the world a template on two people who can love each other in a non sexual way. Well, speak for yourself. Well, Mrs. Well, as long as Mrs. Ron keeps imposing this embargo on uh, a throuple, um, but we can agree on 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 things. We can disagree on right. certain things. But at the end of the day, it is the fact that we care enough about each other as people that that is what is going to keep us together. That we don't require this one hundred percent blinding. Um, uh, acceptance of our of our values for us to uh, uh, um, continue doing this. Listen, I, I agree, but if I if I just agree with you, I'm just I'm not going to just sit here and glad hand you all the time. I may just move on to the next story. But I want you to disagree. Glad handing with just you being like, all right, let's move on. But no, I had nothing I, I, to disagree with, so let's move on because Alex Murdoch, convicted killer, back in the news again. Uh, this uh, regarding. His housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield's February 2018 uh, fatal fall in his home, uh, where he was accused of stealing uh, insurance money from her family. Uh, his lawyers uh, admitted that he had made up a story about his family dogs causing her fall um, in order to be able to uh, force his insurers to make a settlement payment. Wow, I'm surprised he admitted this. So apparently he uh, he secretly pocketed $3.8 million sure. in insurance payments meant for Satterfield's sons after he told them to sue him over their mother's death on his property, claiming he had liability. He then told the children that a settlement was never reached when in reality uh, he stole the payments without their knowledge. Oh, but it was his opioid addiction. <laughs> he needs to be let go. Uh, whatever. This guy needs to burn in hell. And, uh, you know, and it's it is just this, um, you know, uh, uh, power uh, corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Um, and he is a perfect example of it. If you have not watched the documentary, what was it? Low Country? Uh, yes. Low Country. I think it was on Hulu. I don't think it was the Netflix documentary. No, I think the Hulu um, one was the better one. Uh, Hulu uh, was such a good documentary on the Murdoch family and the corruption that they um were uh, uh, pushing into this small area of South Carolina. Yes. You're on fire tonight with the facts, my friend. Good work. Listen, man, I tell you, Sunday nights, I am I am sharp. <laughs> um, so uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, a Minnesota lawmaker was spotted uh, shirtless briefly during a Zoom meeting. You know, I hate news websites where you open it up and it just automatically just pops tons of ads up on your screen. Uh, but this involves is Senator this Daily Mail. Is this Daily Mail? It is not. It's, it's Fox Nine out of Minnesota, and I, so it involves uh, it involves Senator Calvin Barr 
who can be seen shirtless, as you can see in this snapshot of the Zoom photo, with, for some reason, the Schoolhouse Rock, I'm just a Bill background behind him as no he votes. No way. Uh, the Republican. So he for, just he, forgot his camera was on. I don't know. Uh, so he, 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 they apparently he notices it and then the camera switches off to just show his name. Um, the Republican from East Bethel was first elected to the Minnesota legislature, uh, where he served in the House of Representatives and then elected to the Minnesota Senate in 2022. Uh, local media has reached out for comment but has received none so far. Democrat, Republican, uh, Republican. Okay, not that it makes a difference. No, um, I do find it odd that that's the background that he chose. It's um, considering yeah. that so few of the bills that Republicans are putting forth are um, uh, are, are treated so democratically. Um, second of all, just the confidence to lay in bed without a shirt. I mean, it's just I, I'm so yeah. jealous of it. I'm so jealous of it. I don't have it. I don't have the confidence. I just want to go right to oh. a. Um, I forgot during what uh, what are you watching? I meant to ask you if you watched uh, Roy Wood Jr. from the White House Correspondence Dinner yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right. I did flag it on YouTube and uh, save later. Um, I did not watch it. I do want to watch it. I've heard nothing, but uh, it was a 20, 23 minute speech where yeah. from what I heard, he literally ripped both sides oh, of yeah. the political spectrum. Um uh, in an attempt to just, but, and yet he did it uh, humorously from what people say. He did. He did. I would say, you know, probably uh, the, the, the one groan he got was he was talking about all of the uh, laws coming out against, you know, drag Queens, you know, staying out of schools and things like that. And, you know, he said, you know, drag Queens aren't grooming kids. He's like, and it really doesn't matter if they were, cause those kids are just going to get shot to death anyway. Oh, that's a good joke. And then the room, and then everybody in the room. That's groaned. a good he's, joke. He's like, he's like, don't groan, pass legislation. It's like, yeah. God damn it, what a great comp, <laughs> what a what a great tagline. Yeah. Um, you know what I did do? I saw Ricky Gervais this past Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. At the went Beacon out, Theater. Uh, thank you for the invitation. He is. Um, I was actually invited, so yeah. I was not in a place to make invitations. Um, but he was. Um, uh, uh, I guess you could say he's shop working his newest uh, hour, which he's calling Armageddon. Okay. Um, which he starts off by talking about, you know, how it's talking about the inevitable end of humanity. But um, he spends very little time talking about the end of humanity. But um, he just, uh, you know, what uh, what was what, what I liked about it is that it's not, it, it's still not a finished product. So there were there were several jokes and bits in there where afterwards you'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. That's not going in the Netflix special. Like <laughs> Netflix is not going to want any bit of that joke. So um, you guys are getting it. But 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 later shows will not um, just very funny. Just very right. funny. I do like um, it. Yeah, just he's he's very clever. Um, and then one final story, kind of a, a sad uh Bizarre story to finish off with uh, Jesse uh, McFadden. He was a sex offender in Oklahoma. Uh, he was found dead this week, along with six others in a rural Oklahoma home. Um, and now officials are stating that he shot the victims in the head before turning the gun on himself. Um, it included two missing teenage girls and a family that he was, uh, he was living with. Um, he also apparently... Um, the night uh, prior to this shooting, uh, sent text to the victim in his child sex abuse trial, warning her that, quote, this is all on you. 
Um, he failed to show up for court on Monday to stand trial on charges of soliciting sexual conduct with a minor and possession of child uh, pornography. Um, and he continued to text, I did exactly what I promised I would do when I got out. I got a marketing job making great money and was being advanced, been there two years and made a great life like I promised I would do with you. Now it's all gone. I told you I wouldn't go back. This is all on you for continuing this. Um, Story's just completely fucked. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you've got a somebody who is clearly not in a good headspace. Um, uh, the exact kind of person that should not have access to a handgun. And he, lo and behold, shot, what, six people? Uh, six, yes, and then himself. Yeah, he, you know what? Uh, just a, just, just a, a terrible story. And then uh, finally, from Barstool Sports, uh, David Portnoy announced Wednesday that host Ben Minst was fired from the company after saying a racial slur while reading rap lyrics on a live stream uh, last week. Uh, apparently, Barstool's parent company, Penn Entertainment, uh, demanded the firing, even though Dave Portnoy was against it. But that is what happens when you sell your company to a larger sure. company, uh, especially one that is in the gambling business and is worried about state regulators um they will uh they will make you do things like that and the the sure. pushback um again dave portnoy i think is probably one of the more polarizing figures in media these days not a huge fan um i just think that they you know that you he listen i am um i i i have to say that i am impressed that you've got a um you you've got some kid from uh, uh massachusetts who uh uh, really had no uh, direction in life, started doing a little newsletter on sports and um, has basically built it into a um, uh, an empire. You know, uh, it's right. worth um, uh, it's it's a, it's worth nine figures. Um, and uh, the uh, you know, the audience is, you know, they have absolutely pandered towards um, uh, the white males towards conservative white males and um, it has paid off for them. It's, but at the same time, it is, uh, you know what? I don't, I don't even know what the, um, uh, what this guy on, on Barcel sports even did or said, I know, well, he was, I know it was a was, racial, but was it a he song? Was, like, yeah, he was just reading lyrics from a rap song. And as, as people have done in the past, they've, they've thought they can say the N word because they were reading lyrics of a rap song. And uh, yeah, no, you still can't, can't do, do that, that shit. Can't do that anymore. Um, uh, but the no, pushback okay. that Portnoy has been getting online has been just epic. People calling him a sellout, sure. people cursing him the whole nine yards. So it's it's just very interesting that a guy who, you know, was one of these people that was against cancer cult, uh, cancel culture sure. um, now is getting canceled himself by a lot of his fans. Well, that's well, that's the whole uh, irony of the whole cancel culture, um, you know, uh, nonsense, which is the fact that um, – you know, I think it really started with the left trying to cancel people who um, acted inappropriately and the right, while clinging to this argument of how terrible the cancel culture is, have decided to embrace, let's cancel anything we don't like. Right. You know, the number of stories I'm seeing in the New York Post, the official news source of Brian, um, <laughs> about how Bud Light's not selling anymore because right. – um, uh, the uh, uh, the the you know uh, beer drinkers on the right are just have now rejected it over uh, you know uh, the Dylan Mulvaney. Yes, oh, you are on point with the facts yeah. tonight. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm on. Hold tonight. on. Come yeah. on. 
no corrections will be needed for this episode. Thank you. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's we both sides are are are, are, are have have fully embraced cancel culture. Yes, without a doubt. Um, Writers Guild of America on strike uh, as we speak. And if it is not resolved, we will lose, Brian, the last uh, two episodes of the season of Saturday Night Live, which was supposed to, uh, on May 18th, have secession star Kieran Culkin with musical guest Labyrinth, and then finishing out the season with White Lotus star Jennifer Coolidge and the Foo Fighters. Actually, they're a pretty good SNL. I um I thought that uh, Pete Davidson was going to be uh, the host of one of those episodes. Uh, I don't know. I did that because I awesome. I read today. I read today that SNL canceled the the rest of their shows. Uh, they have at this point because they're the the odds of this getting uh, resolved in time definitely to do the May thirteenth episode. Uh, probably not going to happen. Um, they they anticipate this strike to go on for a month or two. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Thankfully, uh, the writers for the Ron and Brian podcast uh, belong to a different union, um, so they uh, they they can still continue making the magic for us. They are part of the Cocaine Guild of America, uh, the uh, CGA, um, and uh, you know what? They are they 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 cannot go on strike because they need to feed their habit. Very true. Um, well, another fantastic episode here. Episode Always 256 good. in the books. A special programming. I know we, we were, it was it's light a, it's out when we started. 10 after 9 and now it's just dark. getting dark. Um, special programming announcement for next week. Next Sunday, obviously, is Mother's Day. And you know we here at the Ron and Brian podcast, we lift women up. We support women. And because we're of that, allies. we're not going to we're not going to go head to head with moms nope. on Mom's Day. So next week we will be doing our show on uh, Monday, May 15th at mm-hmm. eight o'clock Eastern Standard yep. Time. Moms, it's your day. Book Sunday it. is your day. So we'll have the podcast at eight o'clock on Monday and after dark at nine 30 that Monday yes. night, Brian, anything else before we wrap up uh, this Sunday night edition of the just want to say podcast. that, uh, you know, I, I, I truly appreciate um, the ability to spend an hour, uh, hour and 10 this week with you. Um, truly appreciate everybody who has taken time out of their lives to watch the show. Um, listen to the show. If you are um, on YouTube right now, click subscribe click like give us a comment the whole night. um you know uh you know we're, we're we're getting closer to being able to uh monetize on youtube um we're not there yet you know um but we would like to uh you know the more people that subscribe to the show um you know youtube's gonna start paying us um a little bit more than they already are that's right we need to monetize this because we put the money right back into the show. We make it yeah, that much just better rolls right into it. We're, we're not making money off of this. Um, and uh, tell your friends, you know, I think if everybody this week that is currently listening were to um, figure out somebody that is in their network that they can sit there and say, hey, there's a podcast I really like. I think you would like um, I think you would also like it. Um, the show continues to grow and we go from the Ron and Brian nation to the Ron and Brian universe. I like it. I like where your head's at. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We will catch you again next week. Don't forget, Monday night. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube. 
Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again next week.